Hello, welcome to Euphoria Episode 6, available on YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, really wherever you get your podcasts, we're there. I'm Dracos, joined by Yamato and G2's Mickey, currently still tied as the number one team in Europe. Later today, we're going to get to dive into the mind of G2. I'm going to ask a lot of direct questions that are going to get a lot of direct, very direct answers if I have any predictions as to how this is going to go. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah. Before we do that, Mickey, I think one thing that we've missed out on um, in the new season of Euphoria is we haven't given you as much, given our, our guests as much time to just shoot the shit. You know what I'm saying? Shoot so, shit. like, it's <laughs> a phrase, I think. It's a phrase. Okay. It's fine. Anyway, <laughs> here's my question for you, Mickey. Do you want to tell, him the, tell us the story of your wonderful taxi ride? to get here (laughs) because back in the day when we were in a studio in the middle of nowhere and like every taxi cab driver would get lost we had the best stories Yamato gave us some good stories about him like walking into a shpetty to try to get wi-fi to try to tell us where he is because he's like a mile away and this is this is pretty good I I appreciate your uh your taxi driver in this situation yeah I mean yeah he was just like he was asking me where I'm from I said yeah I'm from Slovenia (laughs) and then he asked me (laughs) If that's where Dracula is from. <laughs> I said, no, I think that's Romania, but I'm not sure. And he said, oh, okay. <laughs> Do you believe in Dracula? Do you think he's real? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I was really confused. I was like, if this yeah. is an Uber trip, would you straight, would you give this guy five stars? I think or? I would give him a five, yeah. But I give everyone five. That's the realest question <laughs> drivers ever asked. And that, that was kind of the end of the conversation, yeah. <laughs> He saw you were, I mean, in it. <laughs> how do you follow up from that? He like bears his soul to you. He's trying to find someone else who really loves Dracula and is committed to Dracula. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, he was also asking me if like, all right, it wasn't the end of the conversation yet. He actually asked me if I know if I learned anything about it, like from like school or what? In school. <laughs> <laughs> I said no. I just watched a few movies, you know. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> like, what is the history of this in Dracula? What is this? this guy's keen. Biology. Did you learn anything about the bio? He was trying to recruit you. This was literally the opening scene yeah. for Van Helsing to live that life for the rest of your life. But instead of showing interest, you just that's denied true. it. He could have been handing you a crossbow and some, like, silver bullets or shit by the time you left the cab. Like, stay safe out there. <laughs> like a rune escape event. I don't hype. <laughs> Berlin is a weird city, dude. Um, Mickey, the only other thing, like, what what does you two do in these days for fun, other than running it down on stage? What are we doing for fun? Yeah, like, what what's what's going on in the G2 house? How's the life? Because, like, pro players, like, sometimes they have these, like, days where they all go out and do team events. What is G2 doing these days? So these days, we're playing a lot of MTG and... Uh, Magic the Gathering. Magic the Gathering. For those unaware. Going for food. Um... We had one day where we played some Mortal Kombat. Um, mm-hmm. We had a certain guest over. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was really fun. Uh, but other than that, we just like, I don't know, we stream, we play solo queue. Just, just to be clear, that certain guest <laughs> absolutely smashed in the five or six rounds that he won. Yeah, so yeah, like certain guests... <laughs> Um, one played like I mean, it was me. I don't know why we keep saying <laughs> it was me. I came over from Mortal Kombat and I got and absolutely was, demolished. And he played 18 games against Rasmus and he won three out of 18. Yeah, so like 15 to three. And then against me, he went. You don't, don't look at me one like and that, four. <laughs> it's a hard so game. After warming this up for 18 gone. games, okay. I thought I like I was like first. I mean, I wasn't first time, but like I didn't warm up. He was for 18 also games. Played the game way more. Okay, okay, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And then I smashed him 4-0 and I had to give him like one win so he doesn't feel too demoralized. And then he played Wunder as well. Wunder just came in and was like, okay, let's play. And then he also beat him 4-1. So wow. it was really okay. demoralized. So aside from me <laughs> getting absolutely clowned on, um, the only thing that we learned from the, there's two things we learned from this day. One, I can hold on to my Magic the Gathering wins because you That's didn't true. do anything, oh. Mr. Man. Okay, okay, but... He was really like abusing some crazy cards. Like that's true. My deck is just strictly better than his deck. That doesn't matter though. It doesn't matter. You're abusing <laughs> OP characters. It's fine. There's always I mean, excuses. It's like more skill based Mortal Kombat link than MTG. Ah, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> just your good hands, bad brain is what I'm hearing. <laughs> You're playing eleven or ten Mortal Kombat. Eleven. Eleven. 11. Is, yeah. Does it transfer? Because I was the yeah. king of ten. I think it's almost exactly. <laughs> the same. Really There's I mean, like sm yeah. some small mechanical differences. It's pretty much the same. But yeah. so I'm pretty sure I would like smack you well. both. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, Mortal, Mortal Kombat is our, our non-league game of choice, it would appear. But the, the final thing I want to talk about is this story about Rasmus. Because Rasmus is a psychopath. <laughs> Caps. So, for those of you who don't play fighting games, like, every character has, like, a grab, right? And a grab is basically just a way you beat box, and it, like, it's like it usually follows an animation that's, like, three seconds. Now, during one... Caps exclusively spams grabs. Three moves. He has spams three he has moves. Three moves. Two of them are grabs. One of them is not a grab. It's a teleport and it's uh, the jump kick. Yeah. That's okay. what he does. Um, and every time the grab animation happens, so <laughs> nothing can happen for three seconds. No matter what you put, no one's going to do anything for three seconds. Caps stops looking at the screen, <laughs> puts his controller down, and stares you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> he has this like smug little face on his like, looking at you. Everyone gets triggered. So and it is the single <laughs> biggest troll I have ever seen in any game ever. He just looks at you. You don't look at him. You're looking at the yeah. playing the game. But you know his the corner of your eyes, you see this little Danish face <laughs> just staring at you with this smug grin because he's landed another grab. And it's all he does. So he grabs you five or six times if he's going to kill you. He just really likes grabs. <laughs> Right for set of caps, I bet he does the same on stage. It's Ulton. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of does that yeah, in every game that we play. All right. That's your insight into the um, horrible experience that I had at the G2 house, <laughs> getting absolutely blasted in the free time of the G2 life, uh, as well as caps definitely 100% being... <laughs> Probably criminally. <laughs> <laughs> Man is absolutely nuts. Oh, also, on this episode, it's not just off topic. We're also talking about G2 Esports. We're talking about what went wrong last week, a little bit of State of the League, a little bit of kind of everything, honestly. It's a bit of a cocktail episode, I'm not going to lie to you. And of course, because Mickey's here, we're also going to talk about anime. So stay tuned. All right. Last week was an interesting week of League of Legends, to say the least. Um, and before we start talking about G2, I thought it was important. Let's get some some spicy takes, some hot takes going. We've had four weeks of League. The first round, Robin, is almost done. Mickey, as you're the guest on this show, what have you got for us? What's your hot what's take? your hot take? Um, G2 B tier is my hot take. And also, Misfits, not so good tier. <laughs> I think they're like, yeah, they're a bit over... Rated or hyped or... Okay, okay, whatever. okay. Well, there's two things to break it down there. One is you put your own team B tier. I'm going to vote we shelf that one because we have an entire episode to talk about why you think G2 is B tier. That's a teaser for the people at home. <laughs> misfits are overrated. Why are Misfits over overhyped, overrated? Because I don't think they play really well. I think, yeah, enemy teams really just like run it down against... I mean, I think their support, jungle, mid are playing pretty well, like together. But... I think 
by the end of the split, they will not make it very far. Or like in playoffs at least, they will not make it far, I think. But you think they're making playoffs? Yeah, and it's looking likely, but maybe even, maybe not even, actually. Yeah, I think they're going to be okay. like around 5, 6th place or something like that. 5th, 6th? I mean, I want you to lock it in, dude. Because the thing is, is you came in with like, I got the spicy Go 5. These <laughs> fits are five is fine. not very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, so like what, uh, you know, you said, hey, we got like support jungle mid looking pretty good. But no faith in the young B-boy, no faith in, in Dan Dan? I mean, I think B-boy is playing fine. He's doing well, you know. It's nothing special. He's just like... He's there doing what he has to do, but I was not very impressed playing against him. Or, well, he had, I watched him play one good game of Aphelios once, but that was like kind of it. Um, I think Danden is not that great either, from what I saw. I think, yeah, Fabun is most of the time AFK in his lane. So if enemy's teams don't screw up like we did, then. I shouldn't be able to win. But. You, know, you understand how I like. I want a little bit more because they did just <laughs> yeah whip your ass this week. You know you, you know that right? Like I, I rewatched that game and it was. Don't want to get into it too much, but why? Why do you feel the need to say this hot take now? Is it because you lost them and you feel like everyone is like, oh my god, misfits are so insane now? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think they're not so insane. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you guys go. You hot takes now. <laughs> That's okay. fine. That's fine. <laughs> Look, we'll like we'll leave it at that. We can come back to that when we talk about your loss versus misfits and <laughs> when you figured out about all these weaknesses. It must have been after the game, apparently, because yeah. Jesus, Mickey, all right. Just burn the team down that Shut just up, beat Vegas. you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yamato, what do you got? Um my hot take is I don't even know if it's hot, but I, I have I share the same not the same, because that would be dangerous. You're going down a fiery path. <laughs> I'm gonna let you do that alone. Uh I think last week changes nothing. Yeah. Attic lost, G2 lost. I still think in terms of the power ranking, how I view the teams coming into the next week, how I'm going to judge all the matchups is still the same way. I put uh, Fnatic above everyone else, G2 above everyone still. I don't think this uh, week of chaos changes anything with how everyone in the community speaks about it. Everyone's crazy about, uh, you know, Mad Lions and Misfits and so forth. They did well. But I think um, better draft wins. Actually, that's probably a better way to put it, yeah. I, I'll, I'll share that statement. <laughs> it's yeah. too late, dude. We're it out. It's being used against you from now until forever. Feminine just sits in his lane, AFK, doesn't do anything? No, I'm just like, because I was watching like a podcast where he said, like, you need to play aggressive against you too. You need to have early pressure because he was like flaming the Viger pick. Against, yeah. Like the Fnatic pick against us because he's just like AFK. And then he picked I think he did the same. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What in Echo Jungle? The, yeah. the highly active needs to sit in the jungle till level three. Yeah. But that's his fine into Yasuo, no? Yeah, it's like fine. Yeah. Definitely not aggressive though. Yeah. He could have gone in. Yeah, it's kind of on the top. But yeah. <laughs> What's all right well i'm gonna look i'm gonna be honest you're right that i feel like not a lot changes but this is what i will say watching shalka beat you has given me a lot of faith in shalka now i was before i looked at the standings gonna say shalka make playoffs but in order to do that they have to beat one of g2 misfits origin fanatic mad lions and rogue which i feel like we might as well lock our top six already excel maybe pushes in there but what i will say is that Schalke are at minimum the eighth best team in our league, and I think that they can't make playoffs. I think Schalke will be better than SK. I think Schalke will be better than Vitality. I feel like it's an easy call. I think yeah. S SK at this point are getting charity wins and nothing else. I think Vitality might have the first zero win split. 
Whoa. That's my question. I think they might pull like one. I kind of like, I, I went in circles till I found the hot take. That's the hot take. <laughs> Vitality, you're not going to win a game for the rest of the split. Maybe that's not that hot. I think that's like spicier than mine, but that's fine. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I think they might like pull out a win against SK or Schalke or whatever. I think they're like not horrible. And maybe when their midland situation gets sorted, they're going to be much better. Yeah. But yeah, I think SK looks pretty weak as well. Um, and who's there? Yeah. Schalke, I think. They are decent, but I don't think they can make playoffs, honestly. That's a very spicy. <laughs> I think Vitality won't find a win. I don't know, dude. I'm thinking about it, and like you're right. Maybe Milica comes back. Like Suddenly the train is back. I think it's too far gone. They haven't practiced at all with them, right, at this point. I haven't practiced them. Maybe they have. I think, Maybe put, I think put Kabushad mid, bring in Yopa, and uh, enjoy. That's the way. That's Just the put way. Put Lucian mid, mid. Kabo can shot call. Because top lane is the useful. All right, I'll give you this. I'll, if Kabushard suddenly goes mid, I'll take everything back. Then I just want to see the, the disaster unfold. Kabu won right. many 1v1s against Jizuke. That's why. That's the only reason. All right, last week changes nothing. Don't be excited about Misfits. Vitality, you're never going to win a game unless Kabushard goes mid. But most importantly, your other hot take, Mickey, because you gave us two. G2 are now B tier. <laughs> For this week. You absolute <laughs> memer. All right, like... Oh, yeah. it, was last, it was last week. Like, until... Until we see further games from G2, I'm going to have to put him in B. <laughs> Until we see more footage, prove the boys can get back on the horse. All right. What the hell happened last week? So, you first of all, pack of I'm going to start off by saying um, Grab screwed up the draft once again. Um, good job, Grabs. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know what we were doing. I, I'm not sure if we like, were even playing last week. It was like really weird. It was like there was a lot of misplace, a lot of uh, forced like plays, like for example the dive that we did against Chalke. We were just, yeah, trying a lot of stuff and it didn't really work. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was just individually, everyone was playing very below average. So I think it probably shouldn't happen again. It probably won't happen again. But yeah. Okay. That was it. Well, like, that's it. It's just, there's no reason. There's Draft. no why. Draft. Draft. <laughs> Draft. <Blame laughs> grabs. Classic. But there's like, there's no. I'm ho- I was hoping for some like deeper insight. Hey, we felt like so like okay. Let's then let's at least go into the draft. What went wrong in draft? Talk to us about because we we can run through each of them if you okay. want. But like so, first pick of Felios was not. I mean, so for first pick of Felios, both games, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the first game, we also had yeah. My brown pick was not that bad, not that good, and we also had Sona top right. Yeah. Yeah. Sona top is usually not. We didn't really practice it into set much, but it was just like. Yeah, no, I just picked Sona, and even though Sona wasn't the problem, like, or, like, the reason why we lost, it was still, like, kind of a flip, you know, we just kind of picked it, you know, first time. Yeah, yeah. You say first pick um, of Felios is, like, a thing, but, like... I think with I the Felios, s- you kind of need, like, some peel and some kind of engage, but we, in that, in that team, we had some peel with, like, Brom Sona, but against Rakan, Echo, we can't really do much about it, you know, if they just, like, flash him, he just dies. Yeah. Um... And yes, the second time around when we played Schalke, we had like Nautilus with the Felios, and we had zero peel, I think. We had like an Orn. Rise, Orn. Yeah, really yeah. no peel. Lee kick, maybe. Yeah, so he just kind of died as well every fight. Or like if anyone got onto him, they had Rakan as well again. So if he just ulted him, he kind of died. So yeah, it was a bit rough. I Yeah, I feel like you didn't get punished at all in the Misfits game for first picking a Felios because they locked in. Blind, God, you're swearing now, and I can't stop swearing <laughs> fiddlesticks. I got to censor some crap out of this episode. They locked in set Zaya. 
Yeah. It's not like you got punished on your first rotation. Like, yeah, yeah. The dude blind picked set. Yeah, I mean, that's true. But we didn't really punish him that well with the Sona pick. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, my Brom pick was, like, pretty useless as well. Like, especially after the pick Azir Echo. Like, Brom is, like, not going to those two champs. Um, yeah, so I screwed up on my pick. And wait, I also wanted to mention in the Schalke game. Yeah, we have our first pick of Helios. Mm -hmm. And then on the second two, we picked Lee Sin. Mm -hmm. And then we didn't want to go Aatrox because then we have 380 top side. So then we were forced to pick AP. So then we gave Aatrox to enemy team, which was not that good as well. And yeah, that's kind of the draft, yeah. It's interesting that you guys picked Lee there too, because I mean, like, I'm not a jungle expert by any means, but you guys really seem to love AP junglers. I think yeah. probably because of balancing out AD roles on your team. Yeah. And you didn't go, because you, you say like, oh, we had Lee Sin, we didn't want triple AD topside, but it's like, you could have picked Elise. Yeah, at least would probably be a better pick, yeah. <laughs> like, at least Aatrox could be a pretty decent rotation there. Um, or, yeah, some other AP junglers. So uh, why, where did this, like, because I assume it's not grabs puppet mastering you in the draft. So where do these, like, decisions come from? Because it's not like, I don't think Grab sits back there and is like, <laughs> screw you, Yankos. <laughs> like, you wanted to pick, you wanted to pick a least, you're playing least in this game. Suck it up. Yeah, okay, so I'm not quite sure why we picked it, because we discussed draft before, right? Yeah. But I didn't see the situation where we pick Aphelios and then second relation, which is my bad, I guess, because I didn't actually realize we were doing it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, we just, I think Lee Sin is like, like an S-tier jungler, so I guess we just wanted to secure it. Um, and yeah, then we kind of realized, oh, sh yeah, we need uh, we need some AP in, the, in our comp. So yeah. it was a bit too late after that. I mean, what was uh, Yamato? How do you feel about the "it's a wash, just go next week" kind of attitude? Because I think that like you're one of the few teams that can get away with this. You've um, built up enough like good faith. Because if like I don't know, Origin Fanatic are probably in a similar boat. But if Mad Lions came in here and had an O2 week and then told me everything was going to be fine next week, I wouldn't believe them. Like, are you kidding me? I haven't known that team for long enough. The same is true of most of the teams in our league. So, like, why why should I continue to believe that G2 are just, oh, everything's fine. We can just run it down on stage, and next week it's going to be okay. There's no problem. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm done with it, honestly. <laughs> Come on, Mickey. It's always, oh, we were just trolling. Because, like, you say draft, but honestly, your gameplay no, no, was worse I, than draft. No, 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 I said both. But both. let's just, like, let's just blame it on drafts, you, you know. You summarize the draft. I will talk about what happened in the game, because <laughs> the first game... There were so many disasters that unfolded. So you had the first triple kill Gragas, it looks like the game is over. Yes. But at the same time, Sona TP'd into bottom and got cancelled. Okay. That was really, really bad. And then Caps dies when you're basing late, and that was a disaster. And then Sona gets dove, she has no TP. It's a giga, giga disaster. And I think yeah. from that point onward, game was boom. Ooh, you all end at level 6 with Braum. We were, I got it notes. I got every time you ran it down <laughs> is written on this sheet of paper. And I liked all, all in on six. 6 though. I liked no, it. It made sense. I respected it. Took the gamble that Echo <laughs> And Echo had Echo we said Echo has no flash, but he had flash. So if he had no flash, I think we would get out. So if I if I wanted to clickbait headline this, we've got draft issues. We've got execution issues. We've got communication issues. A lot of stuff. We've got a full-blown disaster on our hands. Yeah, team. we do. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're beat there. Uh, <laughs> Until next week, of course. Nice. But, uh, yeah. 
can't really uh, comment on the gameplay, but uh, yeah, I was just going to say drafted was the biggest problem. Nice. Got them grabs. <laughs> All right. Well, blame grabs for this one. <laughs> is there like, is there an overall sentiment of focus heading into this week? Is there anything you can share in terms of like behind the scenes insight on what you guys are focusing on? Is it just better read on the meta? Draft. Wake up cold. <laughs> draft. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, yeah, but like, like, I mean, better read on the meta for sure, because, well, last week was a new patch. We didn't scream that much on the new patch, but I think... Now we're going to kind of figure it out. So that's why I'm pretty confident this week that we should be able to win from now on. I mean, I like the fumbles on stage, the mechanical fumbles, the mis-execution. You talked about people being in a weird mindset. Like most teams would be like, well, we got our mental coach here. Your mental coach is <laughs> grab slash deaf man. Yeah. I it's mean, actually their job. <laughs> like, like, so, yeah, because yeah, like all these things are very bad. If I'm in the context of will G2 win LEC, Fine. Yeah. I, I'm still, I, you're probably still number one. You're probably still favorites. If I'm in the context of will G2 be the best team the world has ever seen, I'm like, you can't just be running it down for, hey, we, we, we struggled on stage. We ran it down. We don't know why. We just weren't in the right headspace. It kind okay, of just okay. happens. But losing now was actually pretty good because we yeah. had a lot of productive talks now. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was actually good. Even though, yeah, we still lost against Schalke, which is like, Yikes. Pretty crazy. Like even after losing to Misfits, then then you know we should have turned it around. Yeah. But how much it. more of an effective wake up call was it because you lost specifically to Shocker? Pretty big wake up call. You it guys like were trying. You guys were it trying. It was quite a shocker. Yeah. I was yeah. Like, wow. Born. They get we gave them their first win. Wow. <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you denied us the zero eight versus. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I was thinking about it. Yeah. We're like, oh, this is zero eight matchups next. Next. That would have been the first so time that's ever happened, by the way. Really? We had the Rocket Origin thing, but I think Rocket had technically won a game because we were in best of three at the time. So that would have been the first time that teams got them. Really hyped. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I love the mic check, you know, with like Caps in the end. Like everyone looks looked kind of disappointed, and then Caps uh, is smiling. <laughs> At least we gave them their first win. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was I was just like confused. I'm like, wait, we actually lost the shot. I'm like, okay, sure, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, even the talks we had after, like the mood was still fine, you know. Yeah, so yeah. I would, like, I think most teams would probably like. A mental boom after of course, these yeah. two losses, but I think we took it pretty well. So that's why I'm so pretty confident next week's. So if you lose 0-2 next week, what will happen? Pinoy will play? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> he has like some dark technologies. Like he has like so many crazy picks that nice. he will unleash onto the rift. It's going to be insane. Okay. I'm hyped then. <laughs> I'm 0-2. Yeah, I want the, I want the dark technology. <laughs> Unleash the Pinoy dark technology. Dark arts. <laughs> Show us what you can do. I think, I I don't know, man. You're the G2 is a very weird team. I felt the same way in like, what was it, like 2018 when Fnatic were still popping off and winning all the time. It was just hard to doubt them. Whippo could like die three times in lane and then come on Euphoria and say anything he wanted. And I was like, well... You did int, but you're also winning every game. So it's like, what do I really say to you? You know, like, what, what can I actually say here to be to be hypercritical? Luckily, I don't have to just talk about this week. I don't have to talk about these four weeks. I can also talk about last year and this year. In G2, maybe you're still dominating the competition in the LEC, but are you better than the team that you were last year? That's the big question when we come back after the break. So, Mickey, that's a break from Serious Conversation. It's time to talk about anime, your favorite thing. If you're not an anime watcher, we're going to try to keep this as intelligible as possible. We want to make sure that everyone, Please. even the non-weebs, can understand. Yamato here is our certified non-weeb. Certified. Um, and before we... There's two things I want to talk about today. One is updates 
on the weeb life, what you're loving, what you're not liking right now that you're watching, recommendations for the fans out there, as well as like a TLDR of those shows. So why don't we start with that? TLDR? Yeah, like, well, because Yamato needs to understand what he's getting into, right? Because like, when people want to watch... Oh, they become a weeb. Yeah, that's what he wants to understand. Is it derogatory to say weeb? Would you be insulted? No. If you're a weeb? (laughs) No, it's fine. Okay. Weeb. Okay. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Tell me, what are you watching right now then? What I'm watching right now? Nothing really. Um, Great. I'm watching. <laughs> so, yeah, I, st- I stopped watching anything like two weeks ago. But before I watched My Hero Academia, like every week, mm. with Yankos usually. Um, and then we also watched Seven Deadly Sins. But that's the only two we kind of watch weekly. But we kind of stop now. But uh, yeah, for the recommendations though, wow. there is uh, cool. The Promised Neverland. It came out last year. Very insane. Um, probably one of my favorites and it's very what short what is it about man you're just giving me names okay, yeah okay so I can't like spoil it you know <laughs> okay. but it's about an orphanage and yeah that's the most I can give you but after you watch the first episode you will know what it's about okay. so I just want one episode because that was that was already good because I thought it was an anime about Moses <laughs> <laughs> promised land Promise never. <laughs> Promise never. The for 40 years. It's the Moses Peter Pan cross up we've been waiting for. <laughs> for sure. I've watched some animes. Elfin Lead. Oh, okay. That's pretty decent. Yeah. Didn't watch it, but I heard it's good. I watched one episode. <laughs> what else did you watch? I saw, I saw you watch something in 2016. You watched something. Uh, Was it Clanad or what did you watch? I, I think I started Clanad. Yeah. That was at Worlds. But then I just didn't continue because it was like these fish cakes, right? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, that was that was boring me, fish cakes. <laughs> Whatever. My God. <laughs> yeah. And then Sword Art Online, I've watched the first 10 episodes, I think, 16 times. 16 That's times? great. The first 10 episodes are all you need to watch. After uh, that, it goes downhill. True, yeah. I just, I couldn't continue. Like, it's just, oh, I should watch this. We've yeah. talked about this before, I think, last year on the anime episode. But yeah, the second the, the AI baby shows up, the entire show is ruined. Yeah. Oh. There's, yeah. I've dodged did, that. Did you make it to the AI baby? <laughs> AI baby, no. For people who haven't watched Sword Art Online, it's, I think, shonen anime is what it's That's called. <laughs> Basically, like, the protagonist is uh, a total badass and, like, overcomes all challenges through crazy creative means. And you're like, wow, this guy's so smart. And he's just, like, they always have, like, insane work ethic. That's, mm-hmm. like, that's the theme is they have insane work ethic and they triumph over everything by just trying harder and being smarter than people. And also mostly secret powers, but really the trying harder and being smarter. But there's a one good female character in the entire show. And they give her an AI baby after 13 episodes and she instantly becomes irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. Asuna. They discover yeah. an AI baby. They give her an AI baby. She becomes irrelevant for the rest of the series. <laughs> okay. That's it. That's sort of online. That's why anime is such a hit or miss and why I think that like what? even if you can get behind animation and like liking that because I know a lot of people don't. That's why I think a lot of people struggle with animes because mm. sometimes there are some like a lot of strong starts similar to Netflix. A lot of very, very weak endings. Uh, yeah. I was really upset that No Game, No Life or whatever the thing was called well, was, was canceled because that was pretty insane. Yeah, was good, yeah. That was like yeah. super cool. And then it just ended. They just yeah, canceled I was, it. I was whatever. with that one when they were playing like rock, paper, scissors and then yeah, the yeah. other one, the chess one goes got weird. Yeah. Anyway, if you've never seen any of these animes, it's going to be very odd to you. So the yeah, last... I'm a weeb. <laughs> you are a weeb. Yeah, you're yeah, just like six anime. <laughs> Sneaks up on you, dude. One second you're fine. The next second it's ten episodes of Sword Art of the Lion. The next time thing you know, you're watching it sixteen times back. <laughs> I guess it should have been a dead giveaway when you said I've watched the first ten episodes of Sword Art Online like sixteen times. <laughs> well, just, yeah, 
<laughs> okay. It's a banger. There you, you go. Watch, you didn't watch any of the classics like Death Note or... Yeah, of course. You don't watch it? Dragon Balls. Okay. I read Naruto. I didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'm a gigaweed. So you're actually like, what are we... <laughs> well, yeah, what, how did this sneak up on you? <laughs> I don't know, man. It started with like the comic books, you know? It's like yeah. you buy the Dragon Ball comic books and then the, just the Shenlong dragon just starts to show up and then... I guess you're a weed. <laughs> yeah, I used to check them out of my like libraries when I was growing up in Portland. But there's like one copy for like the entire library, and people would take them. So you like, I read like Dragon Ball one through seven, then thirteen, then twenty six, just like whatever you could get. Right? You'd like, so you'd like piece together the story. Okay. But now, the way that I want to tie this in, we did this once when we did a Spider Man episode forever. Is I wanted to do LEC team slash players as anime characters. Yeah, here you're with me. We're going down. You're looking at me like this is the cringest thing you've ever done in your entire life, which is weird because we're, this is a segment about probably, anime making. Probably top five, yeah. I'm on my cringe list. Yeah, <laughs> yeah carry on. Wow, Nautilus hooks into creep. That's tough one. <laughs> <laughs> I think Dragon Ball Z is probably the most universally known anime that I can think of. Yeah, I feel like people probably. outside of it. So here's my question to you. Which LEC player is Goku? Caps probably. I don't Caps? know. Caps, <laughs> bro, you, you, you watch. Come on, you got. I, I, I didn't watch all of it. You know, I just know some characters. I, was, I, I watched some random fights. But I didn't I never watch okay, the whole thing. Okay, which? Oh my god, this is an abomination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, isn't like. Wait, so who would you give Goku to? Goku is definitive. It has is well, it's reckless capture perks because those are the three main characters. Mm-hmm. You, you get the distinct pleasure of being a side character. I'm sorry, making maybe your Piccolo or something. That's fine. I don't mind being Piccolo. <laughs> <laughs> I can be Krillin or something. I don't care. I think... Perks is Goku, no? Perks is... Because he's the goat of you, right? Yeah, Perks is Goku. Reckless is Vegeta. But, okay, okay, wait. But wouldn't it be like... Caps is Goku. So, Perks would be Vegeta. And then Caps would be Goku. Because they were like enemies at the start. And then they joined forces. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of? Nice. Oh, actually, that's true. That's a good one. Because then Reckless is Gohan. is perfect. Because there's that one arc, 2018, where he, everyone cares. The Cell Saga. Well, I know. <laughs> when it's like all about Gohan and then all the viewers complained and so they stopped writing about Gohan and went back to writing about Goku because that was the original plan was that Gohan was going to become the main character oh really yeah, yeah I like I like Gohan himself and that was cool Faker's Beerus Faker's Faker's Beerus God of Destruction <laughs> yes there you go Yamato you're a giant weed <laughs> that's the only thing we've <laughs> learned in this entire segment yeah I don't even know this guy's name but now that you mentioned that the cat guy yeah I guess yeah that makes sense <laughs> yeah I guess Wait, what, what would I be we said Piccolo, no? Piccolo. Piccolo. We were Goku and Vegeta. Who are you? That's sure. You're chilling. You're helping. Who are you, Dracos? I want to be the bald guy. I don't remember. Is Master... The, Master Roshi? The turtle man? <laughs> no, dude, you don't want to be Master Roshi. <laughs> Master Roshi's a nasty old man. <laughs> no one wants to be Master Roshi. <laughs> I, I, he's a coach. <laughs> he's I think coach. you're like... I'm sorry, you might own advance, but you're Krillin or Yamcha. <laughs> As a former pro, you were like real good for a while, right? Like in really Dragon good. Ball, you were like popping off. You were like Wolf Fang Fist. You might own, you're great. Now you just like watch. Every time the world's in danger, you're like... Don't do a man like that, man. <laughs> Krillin is like... Crown. Come on, man. There could be worse things than being Krillin. I guess, yeah. Well, what is worse in the Dragon Ball universe? Being Yamcha. <laughs> Who's Yamcha? I Yamcha was the Wolf Fang Fist dude. He's super like with the fighters. Who's the guy with the big afro and the... Oh, Mr. Satan. I can't remember what his actual name is in the English dub. Yeah, I think that's it. That's it. Yeah. Mr. Satan. The guy who pretends to be the hero that saves the world. And everyone's like, yeah, oh my yeah. God. But he's not doing anything ever. Uh, you want to be... <laughs> you could be that guy. <laughs> All the options pass the name people <laughs> Who are you? You said, well, who, who are you? You need the bad one, too. Otherwise, I'm going to feel bad. <laughs> I'm probably Krillin, dude. Okay. 
I'm probably crewing. I'm you, sitting here. You have a whole wife. You're going to make some AI babies. <laughs> That's what I'm... And the anime discussion <laughs> comes full circle. God, let's get out of here. Let's Honestly. talk more about G2 Esports. Yeah. Mickey, I have a theory. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty simple theory. I think 2019 G2 was infinitely better than 2020 G2. Infinitely? Not infinitely. That's a lot. Significantly better. Significant. Okay, that's better. Rel- let's say relative to the competition. We'll give you the benefit of the doubt. I want to know, before I go that's into fair, yeah. any of my reasoning, my meme arguments, my clickbait titles, my statistics, um, how do you feel about that statement? Well, if you compare it to, like, you know, the end of the year 2019 to start of the year 2020, you know, it's kind of kind of fair, yeah? But... Maybe it's better comparison if you do like beginning of 2019 and beginning of 2020. What look looks better? I think. I think the same statement stands then, no? I yeah, think so the crazy same statement stands. Spring, no? We did. Yeah. I think you were. If I look at your form, I think the best Mickey we ever had was 2019 spring all the way to MSI. I think it was MSI and then regular summer. I think. Okay. But I'm not sure if my memory. Is all better. all I'll say is I remember distinctly how much you would brag you and perks about how many times you would 2v2 kill in the game. <laughs> you guys 2v2 killed every single game that was in summer i think but you did it in spring too really yeah probably yeah <laughs> you did <laughs> i but, remember yeah yeah other buttons were not that great and yeah i mean even now they're not that great but it's just like the champs that you play now are so like telegraphed or like the same so you usually play the same matchups all the time so if you die in those matchups it's like kind of crazy like for example, I died in the in the first one where I got Aphelios. So you know, Aphelios can like sway some matchups here and there. You know, can just get one shot from ten thousand range. So that sometimes happens, but not very often. So yeah, there's not many two v two kills or anything. Um, I think though our games this split, the games that we won last two weeks ago, were more convincing or more like clean. I would say, like for example. Against the week we played against Origin mm-hmm. and what was it, Fnatic Rogue? No, not not the Rogue one. Fnatic and OG, I think. And it's like when we play better teams, I think we play better ourselves compared to last year's spring. We still had like shaky games that were like pretty close. But yeah, I mean overall, you could say I think it's a fair statement that 2019 was maybe better. But I think with time, I think we're gonna get better than 2019 it's interesting because i think that it's surprising because it was it's basically the same scenario right you have a player role swapping it's the same five players obviously two players one player in a role that they're comfortable with that's perks returning to mid lane caps returning to bot lane you could argue that it's kind of two role swaps because perks was 80 carry last season regardless but like statistically you guys are just worse now, admittedly, when we track week four last season, you were 8-0, <laughs> right? True. And you're 6-2 now, so we'll give you the benefit of the doubt. But you're just slightly worse in every metric. You win lanes slightly less frequently. <laughs> you die slightly more on your own. There's a lot less solo killing. There's a lot less K plus A at 15, which is basically just like a, how active is your early game stats. My favorite one to use for early game. Um, you're losing lanes more, although Perks is actually pretty fine in mid-CS, pretty comparable to Caps last season. So I'm just like... What what's the vision, Mickey, with this whole swap? Like, what is is this is this the how you're gonna win worlds? Is this the, is this the the final iteration, the final form of G two? Because I feel like it's just sitting here like an excuse. Like at any moment you could be like, 
we're swapping back. If anyone says anything wrong about the team, you could be like, ah, well, you know, players adjusting to new roles. And it's like, it's a good excuse. But like, what, when does it run out? When are we like, when do we see final form G2? Well, not sure if it's an excuse, but it's like, I mean, it's fair. Like, it's, it's technically not, well, I guess. So, like, even ourselves, we don't know when or like, yeah, why we would swap back or something. We're just like going with it, you know, going along as, uh, yeah, as we go. And then, uh, if we feel like it's not working out, then we can just like swap, swap whenever and get like a fresh, it's like reset, I guess, or like yeah, just mm-hmm. just a reset, you know? Because usually after you like switch something up in a team, you have like this honeymoon phase, you know, and yeah. you usually yeah play better because you just reset mentally. Um, and I think they can like learn from each other as well. Like they can like learn from each other playing mid lane or bot lane as well. Like Luca is still like goes through like replays with caps and like talks about bottling with him and like tries to like teach him a bit like what he did last year and like vice versa to like also look at mid lane so i don't think it's like uh, a crazy plan to win world or something we're just gonna we're gonna see you know what feels better we're gonna just try to experiment like with probably both like swapping around a bit and probably with like champion pools as well like who plays what and where and yeah yeah, I think the thing that concerns me, and I want to clarify that, like, by excuse, I don't mean, like, like it can, it's a fine reason for your performance to dip, right? My concern is, like, if it's overused, but you're right, like, it's fine. It's four weeks. I don't expect Caps to be master AD carry yet. <laughs> we'll say that Perks hit the ground running, and that's that's the thing, is it's, like, to me, the swap feels, I get that the honeymoon phase is nice, but it also feels really weird because... I was one of the biggest critics of Perks in spring and summer. You remember, I put him like 14 or some shit when he was like, two, two, like I had to eat, I had to eat crow on that. Like I, I, I was wrong. Right. And now I feel like I have a pretty good head for what I should expect from an 80 carry. Right. And I think that Perks was very good, very fast in that role. I mean, I can kind of see like, because at the start of spring, he had like a few cast games where he like went too deep or like overextended or like a, Suboptimal positioning, where yeah. in that sense, I think Caps, like when he played like Senna in the first few weeks, he had like a lot of uh, like a lot of damage with like like no deaths. So that was like with like a low mobility AD carry. You did give Karzi like, his first like, good. career LEC kill though when he That's was true. watching top lane. But that was immediately got all in. <laughs> <laughs> but that was Sophilius being not balanced. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think Caps is playing pretty well overall. Like I think last week was like an off week but we also didn't set him up very well for mm-hmm. success so in that sense i think they're they're both they were both doing i mean i think caps is doing well at the start of the at the start of spring i think perks is also doing well so yeah i would like to add that uh, i i wouldn't i personally even after this week like i think that the mistakes that caps did getting w by rakan honestly for me, it doesn't change the opinion of, of Caps Bottom. I think there's been one bad week, and I think there was a lot of goodness. You know, yeah. there was a lot of good stuff. The Senna was very juicy. We have yet to see misfortune from Caps. Uh, I think it is incredibly overpowered, I think, that uh, that Caps and Perks is in the same team because, as you said, they can just share information with each other, and I wouldn't be surprised if... It would just take a one, one week of playing before you guys get back into form. So, uh, if they switch back, so I think 
it's good to keep it uh, loosey and goosey <laughs> in, in spring. Yeah, I'm like, look, I think that's fair. And this is not like uh, you guys went 0-2, so I think Cavs sucks now. So you got W Recon. Like, I wanted to talk about this before you guys friggin' ran it down on stage. Because <laughs> even without those losses, the numbers still don't point to much better, and I still don't feel like I see that same spark. And there's, like, a lot of possible reasons, right? Like, you can talk about adjusting to roles. You can talk about meta differences. But I just, I really just want to understand kind of where where you feel like things are at and i like it's good to hear that the lingering promise of you guys swapping back when need to when you need to is there but also concerning that you're like yeah we don't know when <laughs> you know it's just like when when, it's when, we, when we feel like when it's needed when is it needed dude we'll see when you're o2 versus fpx in the next world final like when is it maybe needed? yeah <laughs> like that, that that's like so not concrete and so not together but i do it's a surprise factor <laughs> <laughs> teams will just be like wait why is he playing bottling this time and then we're like haha we're practicing all month for this but no one will know how no the surprise it's, factor that's bs I the, think. More, the, more, <laughs> the more that we talk about it the more it just feels like a shield like it just like lightens the burden it makes it easy to take everything kind of like chill kind of easy low pressure and like i get it if you want to approach spring spit like it's low pressure i think that's fine you guys grinded and this year's competitive calendar is absolutely brutal so i'd get that and if you said that i'd be like that's fine but you're not saying that. You're telling me it's this looming secret plan that's going to be busted also, out. It's also one of the reasons, you know. We can, like, play with this iteration. To, like, you know, if we go MSI, we go to MSI. And then we can just swap for summer. And then do the, like, a reset, you know. And just, yeah. So is it just these two? How deep does the, how deep do the swaps go just to keep... Because it seems like you guys are really happy with these five players. And the biggest thing you're doing is you're trying to, like, fake honeymoon periods by swapping players back and forth. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I mean, code. I mean, we also have like a lot of different things we want to do with the swap, but it's not not, oh. not for the public. It's a it's surprise not. factor. All right. So <laughs> the other the other thing that I wanted to talk about kind of a little bit is is meta because I think that 2019 spring was like just 2019 in general was like G2 breaking the meta. It was like the year where like everyone on your team got to pop off. Right. This year feels very different. Um, and when I was looking at Caps's number, I think it was I had to take into account that he didn't get to play in Zaya Kaisa meta when AD carries got to do things and had yeah. champions that could outplay. Because Aphelios and Senna just as to me as champions have like little to no agency, like you were saying, they need Senna maybe less so, but Aphelios definitely <laughs> needs. I mean, they're all yeah, they're broken as hell. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but they also if they walk into a one v one against a champion that's more fed than them, they instantly die. There's no get out of jail free card. There's no outplaying it. That's true. You just you get one shot. And so the thing that I noticed watching you guys last week is it just feels like in this meta right now, when you guys start to lose, you just continue to lose. And I think the thing that makes me sad, especially about this, is watching a player like Caps who is, and once again, this is everything I say about Caps is just what I want to see more from Caps, not a slight on Perks as a mid laner because Perks is a fantastic mid laner. It's just like watching, you have two of the best mechanically gifted players and you've got one of them playing like Aphelios. Like, are you kidding me? He's just sitting here mashing his fingers it feels it feels absolutely criminal and in the second you guys start to lose i have to watch caps die a million times because the champion has no agency no tools to outplay he either kills you when you walk into him or he can't and then he dies instantly yeah i mean we're just uh practicing some ad carries right now on stage but there's a lot of uh champions that have agency that we could play in the bot lane in like theory is but that yeah. fair? I don't know. Agency is the word that makes sense to me because it just feels like you have 
Like, if you play Zaya, you always have CC. It always makes <laughs> yeah. it relevant. If you play Kaisa, you have multiple gap closers. You have, like, some scaling max HP damage. Whereas, like, if you play Aphelios and you're behind on item curves, you're, like, you're yeah, all... CC. You do still have CC, but you have no tools to protect yourself. Yeah, I mean, his only problem is he has no escape. Yeah, that's why I need to peel. But, yeah. yeah. I didn't, really, didn't really set him up. Good idea. <laughs> or Tam Kench. Tam Kench is very good. No, no, not Tam Kench. <laughs> Tam Kench is for players that uh, suck on trash. Yeah. Many of those that's all over the world. Kind of true, yeah. So is, is 2020 <laughs> just worst meta for G2, do you think? Uh, worst season? No, I don't think no. so. I don't think any meta is like bad for us. I mean, I think we like metas where we can flex a lot of stuff. Now, some champs aren't very, very flexible, but... We could make them flexible if you try hard enough. <laughs> the amount of vague you can metal if you really want. So. You yeah. promise me everything. Anything you do on stage, you're gonna be next week and be like, "See, I told you we could do it. I said that one thing that might have implied that we could maybe do this thing." Yeah, I'll, tell, I'll give you the timestamps after after this week. <laughs> I, I'm curious, Mickey. I'm curious, very curious, because I think the best Mickey that we had was in spring last year. Because I, I, for me, it was very easy in spring to say Mickey is the best support in the world. Like MSI performance was really, really insane, especially with the drop off of, of Baolan and, uh, and IG as a whole. Uh, and then I, I, I thought about it, and this was the time where you played the least. You had Promiscuous yeah. subbing in, you played the least. It was almost like as if, uh, like I know you, I know how much you love playing. So it was like as if you're sitting there, not being able to play, and then when you finally played, you just unleashed, you know? <laughs> But then G2 as a whole also kind of dropped off coming into summer because you guys had to take it easy after MSI. I want to ask you, when do you think you had your best form in your history in, in, in the last years? I mean, I think for sure at MSI, I think I played the best yeah, yeah. or like the most consistent, I guess. And I think summer regular season, I think I was playing pretty well. Okay. I don't actually remember spring that much. So You're smurfing with Rakan almost every game. I actually don't remember. Like but you were really smart. But I, I remember somewhere I, I think like, I was playing. Please, I know, I know what it is. I'm asking you to be polite. But say 2019 spring. But yeah, I think MSI for sure I was playing well. And yeah, it's kind of weird that yeah, maybe solo queue just like ruins people. It just makes them worse yeah. <laughs> or something. But yeah, I was just like, I was just kind of watching others play solo queue. And, uh, you know, usually from solo queue, you like kind of tilt. Like if you lose games, mm. if you have noob teams. But I was just kind of chilling, you know. I was just like, I was in a very... Happy mood. I was just like mm. just chilling them, watching them rage. I'm like, Haha, I'm not playing. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, maybe that's the solution. Maybe I'll have to try it out. Just Bring not promise you back. Yeah, perhaps. Or Mickey insane super saiyan form. Uh, Pinoy can play some crazy support picks. <laughs> we share a lot of uh, champion picks, so could happen, you know. Nice. He's the one telling you to pick Nautilus every game. No. Fucking creeps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, creep hitboxes are like so big. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, the Nautilus hitbox that's too big, like, honestly. They should nerf the hitbox. So I can actually hook between the minions. But yeah. <sighs> I mean, oh, Mickey. <laughs> do you think Do you think it's like, I don't know. Because obviously, I feel like I'm just attacking you. Yeah, kind of, yeah. yeah, I'm like, I'm just trying to understand, <laughs> dude. I'm just trying to get something concrete out of your team. Because it just feels like it's impossible to pin you guys down, you know? There's, like, there's no hard commitments. There's, like, it just feels weird to me that, like, every year we're going to have a team that's just, like, oh, they have an 0-2 week, who cares? Yeah. They're, they're that team that's split. And you're that team, and you can keep being that team probably. And I think until you guys actually lose a split, you'll get the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. That's a, that's a weird position to be in. 
How do you what? Like, how do you not just coast though? Coast. <laughs> you could just coast. You have the benefit of the doubt forever, right? Like you could just like get sixth place. No. In the regular season, <laughs> and then just place. show up in playoffs, right? I mean, I, I guess yeah, that could theoretically happen, but yeah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be so it's nice. not that far removed. <laughs> like, like right you now, guys literally like G two literally like took a break and subbed in a bunch of randoms like a year ago after the so. MSI run when they were struggling. Like you guys could just like. But I think for now going zero two is whatever because we're still first, you know, in the regular yeah. season. But like if we T- tied for first, if we started week one as zero two, we'd be like, oof, what's happening here? But uh, yeah, I mean, there's a long way until the end of regular season, and as many people say, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Mm. So <laughs> yeah. So, Mickey, are you winning MSI? I think I think so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I think we have a pretty good shot, yeah. Okay. Well, LPL is not being busy. I guess yeah. that's a big plus for you guys. Yeah, I don't want to, like, DM that situation. Yeah. The coronavirus is, like, a horrible, horrible thing. Yeah. But it does make me worried about MSI. Because, like, if you guys win because the LPL teams suck... I'm gonna be so sad. Yeah, that's true. If you guys beat an LPL like, team finally yeah. in a best of five, I will won't be so feel, happy. But I swear to God, if it's, yeah, if they haven't, it's because they haven't gotten a chance to practice for three months or four yeah. months or whatever. Like, are they screaming? I like. I don't know. Like, I don't know. And it's like I heard they are they are not allowed to leave their houses, but maybe that's like that's when you play a lot of solo queue, right? And you grind. I I, I have no idea, honestly. Yeah, I don't know, dude. It's an so actual tragedy. It's it's it's, it's horrible the situation. Yeah. yeah, it makes it easy. I mean, I just yeah, I hope we get top form. LPL team. Yeah. On a side note, been watching I, uh, the Shy stream. He's crazy good. Yeah, big fan. <laughs> All right, Mickey. I think so. G two remains at the top of the chopping block indefinitely. Yamada, thank you. We got some nice personal insight into Mickey's own self performance. Mostly, I just attacked you with questions because I still, <laughs> I just want to pin your team down, dude. I just want to understand <laughs> your headspace, where you guys are at. There's no, no I know. When I came over to your house and we played Mortal Kombat and you were just memeing me the entire time, I learned. This is who you are 24-7. It's miserable. Which, during the break, we'll tell a story about that. Uh, or during our off-topic segment. Yeah, someone was being a bit overconfident in his Mortal Kombat skills. Okay, yeah, all right. We'll hold on to that. Um, the other thing I want to ask you about is last week, Yamato and I, we had a nice discussion kind of about the level of each role in Europe. And when we came to talking about the support pool... I think the general consensus was it was a bit yikes. Yeah. I think for me, like the biggest question mark was, or for us, was these supports haven't, like most supports, the new ones that have been coming in, the rookies, just been on Brom duty and it's kind of hard to judge them. But now, like for me, usually you can judge a super by how good the Rakan is, I feel. And we saw some decent Rakans, but uh, we leave the question to you. Uh, what do you think about the supports in Europe? Who stands out to you? Mm, so, just from the rookies, I think Kaiser is probably the best of the rookies, mm. like from what I've seen. Um, I think Danik is also playing pretty well. They're both playing a lot of Rakan, and their Rakans are pretty decent. Mm. I think Kaiser's maybe a bit better. Um, he was a limit as well. Yeah. He didn't play much Rakan. He's like stuck on Tamkenj, Brom, Nautilus, and Leona, I think. <laughs> which is a bit sad. But uh, I think he's playing like decent overall. He's like for sure not the reason they're losing, I think. Um, but I think overall the level of supports in Europe is like not bad. Mm-hmm. But there's not much skill expression, I guess, at the moment. Yeah, yeah. 
you're just kind of playing either a Tonk, and the only way you can actually carry is like if you play Rakan, I guess. But you usually just play Nautilus, Leona, Brom, and just you're just a like tank, you know? You just okay. do whatever, you're a role player. So my follow-up would be then, because Hillisang has been getting like a lot of flack from a lot of Fnatic fans. This is how usually they are. Yeah. And he's been having some 0809 Nautilus games. Do you think... I feel him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you definitely do. <laughs> you definitely do. What do you think about Hillisang's performance so far? And do you still see him as the guy right behind you in, in the tier list of supports? Yeah, I still think he's like, uh, like up there with me. Mm. Um, I think it's just, yeah... He did have a few shaking out those games, mm -hmm. but so did I, you know. Uh, but I think overall, even though he's like dying a lot, he's still looking for opportunities that like on paper, they seem decent. Like some of them are of course in, for example, against us when he just dove me on the tower, that was really yeah. in. <laughs> but like most of the time he's like really creative. So it's still like hard to play against him. Mm -hmm. And he like, he like tries to influence the whole map, which is pretty good. He gets in your head support. kind of. Yeah, he's like, he, he wants to be everywhere, you know. Mm. So it's still, like, uh, you still feel pressured when you play against him compared to other supports, I guess. Usually, most of us are just, like, kind of chilling in lane, you know, just a bit AFK. Um, but he actually does a lot of stuff around the map. So, yeah. Ex except his Nautilus performances, I think he's playing pretty well. Mm. So I think he's getting a bit under the flag. Um, and it could just be Nautilus the champion that... <laughs> is uh, not very good because you know both me and Hill are kind of ending with him so maybe just the champ that sucks <laughs> not us <laughs> yeah you guys are the only people where I think the gigantic Q hitbox is a disadvantage instead of an advantage yeah You're both well. kings of threading the needle you can't thread the needle when it's a that's true actually yeah. yeah on Thresh it's a bit yeah. easier to like go like through the like just near the minion and like still go through it you know but not to just hook the minion like yeah whatever People are gonna be so irritated. All the solo key players are raging right now. Like, what are you thinking? It's most. How can you possibly mix her? Nerf the hitbox, honestly. <laughs> Broken champion. I'm curious if you agree though that like you and Hillisang are top two, and then that's kind of it. To me, it's like so, yeah. you guys gap everybody else. I'm not sure if there's like a gap. I think players like Kaiser, Vander, um, Destin is playing pretty well on stage as well. I think uh, Denik as well. Like I think these are like pretty good too. Um, I don't think there's like a gap. I think everyone's like pretty close. But then again, it's only been a few weeks and there's been a lot of Nautilus level on a Brom, so can't judge like that well. But I think that's kind of accurate. So if when people, going back to our conversation, our conversation was kind of about like the moniker for the longest time was like EU mids, right? And it doesn't really feel like that's 100% the case anymore. Like we got strong talent. We were talking a lot about jungle. We were talking a lot about AD carry. But the way you make it sound is that there's a lot of supports contesting this too. Do you think EU supports is like something that EU should be known for? Or is this still, do you think, one of our Probably weaker not. roles? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> then like, then what is it then like our... We're just like fine, you know. There's no one like really insane. You can't like, I mean, you can't say EU is known for their supports. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't yeah, sound that good. That doesn't yeah, right. sound that good, yeah. But I think... Like the most stacked role would probably be like AD carry in Europe. Like, yeah, I think there's a lot, a really, a lot of really good ADs. Um, but yeah, I think that's like the biggest one. I think the problem is like when you think of like role density, like do you just automatically think about the LPL? I think. Yeah, of course. Like you in do. terms of what they have individually on each role is just crazy. Because like I agree, like AD carries is probably the most stacked role in Europe. But then it's like LPL AD carries. It's like. Oof. 
just like the, the new man from he was RNG sub Wink is now playing and he's like could be one of the best AD carries and he's just a, a new guy that's, that's starting I think he's playing for I believe Eastar and it's, it's just crazy to follow it's just they're too insane <laughs> are you good enough to beat the LPL Mickey I think so yeah <laughs> full strength LPL if you I ran it back so. yeah, let's just let's just ask the meme questions that the fans want to hear if you had to run it back against FPX today in a best of five do you think it would win? win yeah I think it would win if you ran it back right now if you go back in time what would you change Give us the what you change. stuff I would change. But oh yeah, what would you change? <clears throat> so first of all, I would for sure change the draft. I would change our level ones, and I think that should be good enough. Just those two would be good enough to win. Drafting level ones, all it takes. So some throw in the late game. Um, I think against LPL it's probably better if you go like more early game yeah. focused because they're like they usually win games in early game. I think most of the games that we lost against um, FPX were like lost in early game. Game one, I think you could win though. Yeah, I mean, game after. I mean, game three you could also win, but yeah, yeah. game three was like really doomed from the beginning. But then we kind of came back and then we lost. And then the first game it was like kind of even-ish. And even though they were like really hard trying to snowball top, yeah. and it was like kind of working. Yeah, but I think a lot of it comes from just like their good level ones. Mm. Um, so yeah. Fnatic didn't teach you guys jack shit, huh? <laughs> I guess yeah. <laughs> no, but like they were like just too crazy. Like the third game they invade both sides level one. And they lose 3v3 level 1, but they just do it anyway because we're just like... Shock factor. Know, they're too smart. Surprise the surpri factor. The surprise That's factor. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. We're just like, why are they invading? They would lose this if there were three people here, but I guess like they're too smart. Oh, <laughs> All right, Mickey. All I want to know now is I've derailed the conversation enough. Next week, you guys have two games. Mad Lions, you're playing XL2. You've, you're like, we're back on the train. It's 2-0. <laughs> you're in draft right now. You have to dismantle XL while also simultaneously not revealing all your scrim picks to the world because obviously you don't want to do that. But like, talk to me a little bit about your, your two matches coming this week so we can, we can close out the episode. Hmm. Without revealing stuff? Well, you can, or you can reveal rough. stuff. I mean, that's fine with me if you want to reveal stuff. I'm just yeah, trying to protect you. I think we figured you. out that Tom is really OP, so we might just first pick Tom Kench just like they're doing in NA. Um, I think it's really good strat. Um, they should probably ban Tom Kench if they want to win. <laughs> so, you know, that's probably a strat for the week. And yeah, that's it. <laughs> Just big time catch. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> Thank you for being an absolute and total troll. You're yeah, Yamato. You're <laughs> watching Excel versus G two. You don't know scrim picks. So you don't have to worry about leaking anything. If you're Excel, how do you beat G two? Excel beat G two. I think Excel has been really good in the early game, but their mid to late game has been awful. So I think they have opportunities to get ahead. They need to learn how to stay ahead. Uh, I think uh, hopefully G2 will ban Pantheon and uh, remove these shenanigans that uh, Exo will, you know. But obviously, with the Tomkins prepared, that's really good against Pantheon. <laughs> it's so really good, yeah. Just uh, defend your AD. <laughs> if he stuns them, I just eat him. It's so broken. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think, you know, it's, it's weird because if you prepare against G2, you kind of hope that you get the bad kind of G2. <laughs> you know, it's like I remember preparing against you guys and then, like, okay, they beat Garen. <laughs> All right, we have Karma top, probably the most OP champion in the game, and they pick Garen top. <laughs> so we gotta win, guys. Great. Yeah. <laughs> that happened, yeah. So you kind of pray, you know? Yeah, that's true. Well, I just hope we can break our losing streak. It might be a rough one, but I think we can do it. A rough one, okay. So the beast is not awoken. No, no. He's, he's memeing. <laughs> it's another Tom Kench pick. <laughs> Mickey. I love you and I hate you, dude. You drive me absolutely crazy. 
best support in Europe on the best currently num- tied for number one team in Europe. Thank you for coming on, Mickey. Thank you for sharing your insight into the team, putting up with my barrage of questions, trying to understand you, get inside the mind of G2. Uh, this has been episode six. But yes, I've been confirmed. Episode six, season five of Euphoria. 